With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Welcome in. Uh, it's another week's worth of the Ken Miller Show. We start right now on 1700 KBGG. Trent Conan is with me uh, as we will uh, keep you until 2 o'clock here this afternoon. Jimmy B and TC back 4 until 6 afternoon. Sports talk on your uh, drive home, Jimmy B and TC. We'll recap the weekend coming up. Look forward to... And then there's... Uh, no, we will get her. We'll get through this. Uh, no doubt about it. Uh, Trent and I will muddle our way through. Here's what's coming up today. Scott Dockerman, land at 10 for another two weeks, three weeks, three weeks. Till the 30th. Till the 30th. 19 days. Another couple of weeks for uh, Scott Dockerman, uh, land at 10, although I did see that the big a number of the Big 12 athletic writers started today. Uh, Penn State's, Wisconsin's, Michigan's, and Michigan State all came aboard today, but Doc at the end of the month. So he'll join us coming up at 1225. Bobby Hansen's going to slide on in here at 115. Look forward to talking uh, to the former NBA championship winner with the Bulls. And, of course, now ply, uh, wearing a headset and doing color with the uh, uh, Gary Dolphin on the Hawkeye men's basketball. So, Doc, uh, so Bobby will stop by 115. And then Matthew Postens covers the Big 12, also covers the Dallas Cowboys, which is good for us, Trent, because mm-hmm. Joe Lanning is there. And so is Campos, and I want to say Marchie Murdoch, but Lanning's the one that seems to be getting uh, most of the publicity. So, we'll find out how it's gone for him so far and the prospects of maybe moving on. Who of those three has the best long term? I think the answer is Lanning. But for 2018, who has the best chance of those three of making the 53-man roster? Uh, you know what? I wish I knew the Cowboys better. Um, uh, yeah. Look, Campos is an offensive lineman, and they took a step back last year. They did. You know, this was maybe yeah. one of the most dominant lines in football for a couple of years there, but they took a step back. Not sure. I thought Campos was, because um, he left a year of eligibility on the table when he left Iowa State. I thought he was leaving the game of football. At least that was the story that seemed to be uh, circulating. But um, he was just leaving the college game, apparently, because he's trying his hand in the NFL. Marchie Murdoch is a receiver who made some big plays at Iowa State. Mm-hmm. Um, Joel Lanning is the answer. Because I think he'll play special teams. That That's something... I wonder, though, if he's more a developmental guy because he doesn't have a lot of work as a linebacker. Right. If you're going to give up. I a, think he, of the, look, I don't think he had, I'm with you. I'm not sure any of them will make the roster. Practice squad, yes. on the other hand. I think landing, not I a lock, no. but a really, really good chance. I agree. Certainly north of 50%, yeah. I put that. You know what you hear a lot about with uh, when, when people talking about uh, Joel Lanning, and it's high praise because Sean Lee's been hell, has had a hell of a career. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you hear a lot of Sean Lee. I can tap the brakes a little bit. Sean Lee's, 
Lanning's a great athlete, mm-hmm. but in terms of side to side, yes. And between the years, Sean Lee is a different level. He His is? now injuries have obviously derailed that. Well, concussions, yeah, yeah, for sure. But him side to side, there wasn't. I mean. He was in the same vein as Greenway, and people talked about his side to side. I thought those guys were very similar with that elk, just plays that they could make playing in those middle spots at times. So I I don't see that comp. I'm not buying no, that. I don't Outside either. of being Caucasian linebackers. That's, I think, probably where it— uh, Maybe that's where it comes right. from. I don't agree. Because every Caucasian wide receiver for a while was well, Ed course. McCaffrey. Right, right. right. And, and every cornerback, well, there hasn't been any since Seahorn, has there? Uh, don't. Adam Shada? Yeah, Seahorn. Seahorn <laughs> had a nice career. He did. Nice the, career. The first time I ever saw that comp, I, I died laughing. No, Shada was compared to Seahorn? Before Shada started playing. You know, he's got a little Jason Seahorn in him. Really? Outside they're, of skin tone. Yeah, and their, and their last name both start with S. Right. Not seeing that no, one. No, nor, nor was I. And we didn't see that play out on the field. No, no, no doubt about it. Well, let's recap the weekend, Trent. And, you know, what a letdown Sunday was. Let's be honest. I mean, Thursday we had a Stanley Cup awarded. Mm-hmm. Friday we had a NBA championship crown. Saturday we had a triple crown completed. Sunday, what do we have Sunday? I mean, come on, Sunday, let's go. I watched a lot of college baseball. Did you? At least last night, yeah. Oh, you weren't into billions, were you? No, no, and Mets-Yankees did nothing for me. Although, you know, it wasn't a bad game. And I saw the home run. Did I mean, you? you talk about timing, and I, I probably watched combined mm-hmm. 12 minutes Todd of it. Todd Fraser's home run? Yeah. But I saw Fraser's yeah. home run live, yeah. which, yeah, you get the only score of the game. Right. That's, hey, good work out of the clicker. You feel <laughs> good after you get one of those and after see a close. But I, I was going back and forth with uh, Cal State Fullerton, a power in college baseball against Washington, and then Vanderbilt, Mississippi State, back and forth games coming down to the wire. So I enjoyed a little college baseball and gets me set up for college World Series. I always watch more than I anticipate of that. I like it. Yeah. When do they kick off in Omaha? Do you know? Is it next week? Is it the weekend that they get going? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, we're on the precipice of it right here. Right. And because, well, today the, the final four games will be happening. In fact, one just underway, Tennessee Tech is taking on Texas. I saw that, yeah, because I follow Kirk Bowles on Twitter. He's been oh, yeah. like the son of a gun. Yeah, because uh, aren't the um, the last two games on that Monday, Tuesday, the last Monday, Tuesday of June? Mm, I, I want to say they used to be because we used to try and clear them on Westwood 1. Sure, and we have and, them here. And we have them here, but I can remember when I had to um, wear that hat down the dial uh, trying to figure out if the Cardinals were off that night. I thought it was the last week, the last Monday, Tuesday in June, but I could be wrong. I think it's a little bit different. Eh, this is a watch ESPN schedule. Why can't I just find what I want anymore? Here we go. 2018 schedule. Da, da, da. Game one will be Saturday, June 16th. Yep. Uh, so two on Saturday, two on Sunday, and it culminates Monday the 25th with game one of the finals, game two Tuesday Game three, if necessary, on Wednesday the 27th. So look at me go. You got it knocked in, out. Indeed. Um, speaking of knocked out, uh, <laughs> the uh, the NBA on Friday night, Trent, I like you. I mean, I know you liked uh, Cleveland to win a game. Yep. I wasn't as confident as you were, also, although I was certainly hoping that your take would be the one that prevailed uh, because, you know, more winter sports is better. But it wasn't the case. And, and it wasn't – it was as clinching games go – as anticlimactic as I can remember, Trent. I mean, it was a foregone conclusion, mm-hmm. whether Cleveland won game four or not, that they weren't going to win game five in all likelihood. Um, but at least put up a fight. I mean, and Kyle Korver, my God, what an 
awful finally. He was 0 for 6 from the floor. I think he had two points, both from the free throw line. And Trent, some of the shots that he let fly, one of them didn't even draw iron. We're talking about Kyle Korver here, a sharpshooter, just awful in these finals. Out of gas. We talked about that a little bit last week, and you wonder, a guy at this point, he's not LeBron James, that can go play 82 games and then play 42 minutes in the playoffs. Age catches up, and I think you saw that in this finals. But you know what's the next step? Contract situation still has two years left. Mm. A lot of money on those deals. Mm-hmm. Do you just realize that, look, I'm, I'm better taking a month off at, at a part during the season. You know, we've seen plenty of guys do that. But that's something where, you know what, March, just going to sit it out and then start to make the run going into April and into the playoffs because but is he, he still had nothing with Cleveland? Because well, this is a lottery team without LeBron. <laughs> right, right. So that playoff word's not going to be uh, come into play here. Well, and it, with his contract, does he make sense as an eighth guy on a contender mm. where you're able to do that I and also know. sit him – and he's going to play what 55 we, games in the regular you, season. What did you say he's made? 70 million? 70 million, yeah. Or does he leave money on the table? I know it's 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 crazy to think that you would walk away from whatever he's got left. What is it? A 16 or something, something like that? Something like that, yeah. Um boy, oh boy. I I don't know. But what about LeBron? Now that's going to be the big talker. Um he got criticized. Look, did you see him leave the floor on uh, at the end of game 4? He was out with like two and a half minutes left in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh Coach Lou and company, they waved the white flag. No, there's no way that they're they're coming back. So they pulled LeBron James with, we'll say, two minutes left in the game. And he went and he shook all the guys on the floor's hand for Golden State, mm-hmm. um, had a couple of words with, uh, with, with Steph Curry. And when the game ended, he immediately went to the locker room. And the criticism that he took, I mean, I don't know what he was he supposed to do, stay on the floor and celebrate? Uh, with Golden State, who just vanquished you, just embarrassed your team in four games, he shook everybody on the floor's hand before he pulled himself out of the game. I, I didn't get, I didn't get the uh, the vitriol that was focused his way. But he left the court with time still on the floor. No, he was pulled out of the game. He stayed on the bench until okay. he hit zeros, and then once the game was over, he went to the locker room. I don't get it. Then I don't get it either. I. I mean, the hot take artistry that has infiltrated our medium. Mm-hmm. What's well, Twitter? It's it's so annoying. Mm-hmm. Thought the same Who thing. Who cares? Right. He shook. She shook hands. Yes, everybody. Draymond Green. They had they had a couple of moments. You know, uh, they didn't linger on the floor, etc. More but so a couple with of bro Curry. hugs. And, yeah, exactly. And and, you and then on. took his place on the bench and put a towel around his neck and like everybody else, watched the clock wind down. Okay. And then, um, but he didn't leave early. I didn't see him leave early, and okay. I'm, I'm anticipating that you know a camera would have picked him up. Right. In fact, I found somebody had, uh, was it awful announcing. There's a guy whose sole task over these last few years was to keep the camera on LeBron James at all times. Did you see that today? Richard Deitch of The Athletic. That's who He, that's he who has an article it? on it, okay. and I haven't got through it yet, but that is on the to-do list. And, yeah, I mean, talk about a job. It's got to be easy as a cameraman, right? Well, you know you where to, to find cut, him. Yeah, you don't have to cut around. So he doesn't leave the floor. Mm-hmm. He waits to the end. Mm-hmm. He congratulates them. He already had, yep. I, I guess the one... I mean, was there... Well, they don't line up like they do in the no. NHL, right? There's right, no handshake. Right. Yes. That doesn't happen. Unless, I mean, a wave to the Cleveland fans if this is his final game, but even that can be misconstrued. And, and the other side is, if he would have done that, 
then the hard, hot take artist would be going the other way. He's and leaving. Say, he's leaving. Yep, yep. It's out, and he's saying mm-hmm. goodbye. There is, and the media coverage today, and, and to the MJ LeBron debate, mm-hmm. you madam, imagine Michael Jordan with what he did. And BJ Armstrong told a story. You look at one of those games against Phoenix in the finals where he was dark because he was sunburned from golfing 36 holes the day of the game. Really? I heard P.J. Armstrong say that story. I mean, can you imagine today LeBron James playing 36 holes of golf or being up until 7 in the morning? Well, do you remember in Atlantic City? Yeah, that was just going to say. <laughs> yeah. Remember when he's a, uh, uh, were they playing the Knicks and they he were. went down to Atlantic City? Yeah. I remember that. I remember that story in the uh, in today's era. Oh, my God. And LeBron James can do no right. I know. Though, I don't get it. Well, I do get it. I think it all goes back to the, what did they call it, the decision? The decision. I think it all goes back to that. But and, even and before that, there was vitriol towards him. Jealousy yeah. is what it is. Yes. He's a great player. He's a wonderful player. He's one of the best players, maybe the best player. I don't know. It's, it still can get to that point. The, the argument, the debate, it's not over yet. Because LeBron still has plenty He's of miles. He's 33 years old. 33. Now, he doesn't have a ton of prime left, but we're talking about LeBron James here, so maybe he does. I don't know. In the way that he has changed his game, evolved. Remember where you weren't real nervous with LeBron late in the game? I mean, that was a part of early in early his career. Early in his career, yes. And now, no. incredibly clutch. Yep. Look at the shots that he yep. hit just in this He's playoffs. He can do everything, Trent. He has added parts to his game, that little left-handed off one foot, off the glass shot. He's added that. He's got the Jordan fadeaway that he's at. Mm-hmm. On and on and on. He's become a good three-point shooter. There's so much to his game. He didn't have any help. Nope. How can you look a, at this team it, and it's say— It's a lottery team without LeBron James. Oh, LeBron, you're terrible. I mean, you got swept. Mm-hmm. Well, who doesn't get swept out of that team from the East? Yeah, and what does this do to his legacy? Not a damn thing. No, that's still great. Th- he's been in the finals eight straight years. Think about that. Eight straight years. Think about that. Bill Russell did ten straight— he also did it with eight teams in the league. Right, and how many Hall of Famers on the floor at the same time as him, yes. right? Unbelievable. There's right. no John Havlicek running no, around no, 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 on no, these Cavs no. teams. He's, he's, he's no, no help whatsoever. Uh, let's do a minute on, on um, did you watch the Belmont Stakes? So I told you I was in Ankeny. Yeah. I was in Ankeny on Saturday. We went up and uh, had a little barbecue with some friends up there. We get to their driveway at about 5.15. That's 520. Oh, plenty of time. Plenty of time. Get out Ella. She goes to run. They have kids same age. Oh, this is great. As we're getting out, though, where's the uh, cooler? Mm. Oh, you didn't grab it? Des Moines. You didn't grab it? I said, no. Remember when I said, do you want me to put the cooler in the car or leave it here and you can put the salad in there? Oh, leave it right there. Uh It never got in. Back to West Des Moines you went. Back to West Des Moines. There was no radio of it? There was no radio. I thought we were supposed to have the coverage. It wasn't. I thought here, yeah. yeah I, but we didn't. Right. So as I'm driving down 235, well, I, I want to watch the race. NBCSports.com live stream was able to. So I was able to watch it. While you were driving on 235. That's safe. So I apologize to anybody that I might have uh, run off the road. But yes, I did get to see it. And you were right. You were hopeful that this is what we get. A, a horse... With a triple crown on the line, and you wanted to be one that you could bet against. You couldn't bet against this horse? No, you couldn't. That was, I'm not a horse racing guru. I'll leave it to you. I was incredibly impressed. Yeah, it's hard not to be, Trent. It's hard not. I remember after the Derby, somebody asked, I think I said he's a serious racehorse. And uh, that's what he is. Um, 
it's it's remarkable. What he's done in such a short time has never been done before. I mean, he first saw the races in late February, and then to pull off this stunt in five weeks without the foundation of racing as a two-year-old. And, you know, I said at the, at the, after the Kentucky Derby, I believe after the Belmont Stakes, if they would have gone around again, the result would have been the same. <laughs> they weren't going to get him. He's just, um, he's, uh, he's a special, special racehorse, the 13th Triple Crown winner. What I do f- get the sense of, it was such a long drought between um, affirmed in 78 mm-hmm. to American Pharaoh in 2015. And these things do tend to come in spurts, right? I mean, we had, you know, there was a couple in the 30s and a couple in the 50s and then three in the 70s and then nothing uh, until American Pharaoh. And now we've seen it twice uh, in, in a three-year period. And I just I don't think that the non racing fans that they were a part of this like they were for American Feral yeah. because of the fact that it was so special and because it hadn't been done in so long that I think he brought a lot of eyeballs to televisions that normally weren't there. And the ratings came out uh, yesterday and told me that the eyeballs weren't there to watch Justify capture it. Down quite a bit. Yep. Uh, still for a horse race in 2018. Good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, certainly significantly down from three years ago and it's not a hangover effect, but you saw it. We'd waited. I'd never seen it in my lifetime. Right. In, yeah. Until, yeah. I mean, I was 35 uh-huh. when it happened. For the first time in For your lifetime. For the first lifetime. time in my life. I saw, I, and I was excited. And this one, I wanted to watch it, but it didn't have the same buzz to me. I mean, yeah. last week we talked about it on Friday for six minutes. Not maybe? very long. Maybe, Five, yeah, maybe because well, we had Jason Luchon who, yeah. uh, who ran free drop Billy uh, in, in the race and, um, d- did a little bit surrounding that, but not very much. I Look, I didn't think Justify could be beat. I didn't. Um, I ended up playing a small ticket with my friend Leon mm-hmm. just because, you know, I hate to sit out a race just sure. in case it is. The race does fall apart or he doesn't run his race and you know, because the, when you have a triple crown on the line, the betting pools are so large that maybe you could make some make a good score. Mm-hmm. So we went for the score. Uh, you know who did run a really nice race was Gronkowski's horse. Gronkowski yeah. was second. well back. He was way back. <laughs> uh, and actually, he came on and Gronk was there. And I'm not sure he realized where he was or what he was <laughs> doing there. But uh, he seemed to be having a good time as he seemingly goes through life doing that. Speaking of having a good time, uh, we probably don't have enough time to, br- to bring up Alex Ovechkin because I want to mm-hmm. do this cat. <laughs> I mean, the pressure to win that cup on him. We're, we are seeing, I, I think we're getting a glimpse of just how much pressure was on him to deliver a Stanley Cup to his city and for his franchise because he was one of those guys that, yeah, he's never going to win a cup, a really nice player, but ah, he's never going to win a cup. Uh, he's not, he doesn't have the makeup to carry a team. Well, BS. Um, Trent, I, I don't think he drew a sober breath until maybe today. Yeah. I mean, did you see him swimming in... In an outdoor fountain somewhere in Washington. <laughs> and who gets away with that, right, other than Alex Ovechkin and they're chanting Ovi, and then they're holding him up like they do at a college thing, I guess, and he's drinking uh, beer. Cake stand. Cake stand, that's yeah. what you call it, uh, out, out of the cup, and he's sleeping with the darn thing. This guy is just having a blast. I mean, it would be nice, I guess, of him to share with some of his other teammates. That's what I wondered. Right. Did you read the story from the Washington Post following the Stanley Cup? I did. It was remarkable. Where the cup went to the yeah. MGM Grand and through the clubs, etc. I I did wonder at times, though. I mean... Hey, can I get a turn? TJ Oshie? Yeah, pretty big role. I, I helped out quite a bit yes, here. Yes, he did. Holtby? Yeah. Maybe, Maybe the save of the playoffs? No. Well, it was lucky, but it was the save of the playoffs. I'll give you that. Yeah. I mean, can't, can't I spend 10 minutes over here with the cup? <laughs> Would it kill you? Let me have a right. turn. Yes.
Let me put a, a little couple beers in there and chug out of it. Come on, help me out. And, and I wonder who where the guy is that his sole job in his life is the keeper of the cup. Uh, and he's supposed to never let it out of his sight. Oh, I mean, he's got to be bombed. Well, or, or tied up somewhere. I mean, literally. <laughs> because wherever the... Here's the thing about Stanley Cup, right? Maybe you know, maybe you don't. If you don't know, if you do, I'm going to, you know, apologize. But everybody on the roster gets a day with the Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. If you live in Anchorage, Alaska, Winnipeg, Manitoba... Uh, Moscow, Russia, wherever, around the or world. Or Osage, Iowa. Or Osage, Iowa. The cup comes to your city and your family gets to, you know, have a parade in Osage, Iowa, <laughs> have some of your family members over for a backyard barbecue, throw the cup in the uh, in your swimming pool. I mean, I don't know how many times I've seen pictures of guys eating their morning cereal yep, yep. Uh, out of the Stanley Cup, but everybody gets a turn with it. So the cup guy, the guy, the, the keeper of the cup, is going to have to get on an airplane because I think there's two or three Russians uh, oh. on the Capitals. So the cup's going to Russia. Yeah. And you think Ovechkin's putting the fun meter in the red zone here? Oh. I mean, wait till this thing gets over to his home country, right? Uh-huh. Oh my God! But man, is he having a, this? Is this what you're supposed to do when you yep. when you get that proverbial monkey off your back? Have some fun. Let your hair down. My God. I mean, he shows up. to see the first pitch at the Nationals game? Mm-hmm. They gave him a, re- a redo. And... Did you see the picture <laughs> of him? He's in the suites out in left field, left center field. He's yeah, in with the cup over his head? Yeah. yeah. And they couldn't cut to him because live action is going out. He's just holding it outside of the suite. And the fans aren't paying any attention yeah. to the live action on the field. Uh, They're watching Ovechkin with the cup. He's awesome. He really is. Good for him. Showing his personality here and again. I mean, this guy. Whoo. Full uh, circle. Back to Twitter. The fun haters act like you've been there before. Yeah, he hasn't he's been there before. Just it, right? Knock it off. Knock it off. But, but wouldn't kill him to share it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, Give somebody else okay. a turn. And that's coming. Uh, so is Scott Dockerman. He's up next, actually. Bobby Hansen at 115. Matthew Postens covers the Big 12. He joins us at 130. He also covers the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, so we will pick Matthew Poston's brain on the three undrafted clones that have made their way to the Cowboys OTAs this week. Big week for a lot of guys in the NFL, but three of them uh, wearing Dallas Cowboys helmets as they go through OTAs. We'll get the latest on Lanning, Campos, and Murdoch from Matthew Poston's at one thirty. Trent and I until 2. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Boom. Hey guys, Trent Condon back here once again. Want to tell you a little bit about New Leaf Wellness Center. New Leaf Wellness has helped me lose weight, gain endurance during workouts, and one of the biggest things, have energy all day long. No more lulls during the afternoon. Great program, great people at New Leaf Wellness Center. Check them out today at 3930 West Town Parkway in West Des Moines. And all summer long, give it away iCubs tickets. Find out how New Leaf Wellness can help you or give them a call at 515 515- 650-1358. That's 650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness Centers. Let's feel better together and turn over a new leaf with New Leaf Wellness. Imagine that there's a place where you can have a good time and do good too. At the Blank Park Zoo, you can. There's a whole world of animals to discover, tons of fun things to do, and so many cool things to see. And the whole time you're having fun, you're actually helping animals. How awesome is that? Every trip to the zoo is an adventure and a chance to help threatened wildlife everywhere. Imagine that.
Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. What does it take to rebuild trust? At Wells Fargo, we've been thinking about that a lot lately. For us, it begins with a renewed commitment to our customers. Fixing what went wrong, making things right. Working with more transparency and higher accountability and reinventing how we serve you. It's a new day at Wells Fargo, but it's a lot like our first day. Wells Fargo, established 1852, reestablished 2018. Wells Fargo Bank N.A., member FDIC. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Strong enough to pull a plane? Prove it! The Loesch Family Foundation presents the 5th Annual Plane Pull for Special Olympics Iowa on Saturday, June 23rd at the Des Moines International Airport. Teams of up to 10 will test their strength against a Delta airplane. SOIowa.org slash plane pull to register and create a fundraising page to collect donations online. Sign up today and make a difference in the lives of over 14,900 Special Olympic athletes in Iowa. The Plane Pull for Special Olympics Iowa on June 23rd. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Oh, yeah, my favorite time of the year. Flag Guy here. June 14th is Flag Day. What better time and reason to give you 14% off your flag purchases online and in the store? Holiday flags, military flags, patriotic flags, Harley flags, sports teams flags. Every flag is 14% off when you say Flag Day or enter Flag Day at checkout. Every flag on sale now through Flag Day, June 14th. Heartland Flag Poles and Flags, 3719 Southwest 9th in Des Moines, are online at heartlandflags.com. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa that can assist in your franchise needs. Rush Niggett of Brick Gentry PC provides law services for those involved in starting a franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com 
where Rush Niggett can assist you in buying and starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school baseball season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry, PC, and Rush Niggett. Let's go. Let's go. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Oh, man, I love it. I love it. You bust. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Right, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent and I with you until 2. Bobby Hansen coming up at one fifteen. Matthew Poston's on the Big 12 uh, at one thirty. Let's get Scott Dockerman in here, land to 10, uh, for a couple more weeks before he moves over to the Athletic. The Athletic uh, bunch of guys on board today from the Big 12. I think Michigan, Michigan State, Penn State, and Wisconsin those guys reported for duty today, but Doc will in a couple, three weeks. Scott, Trent, and Ken, thanks for coming on. How are you? Hey, great, guys. How's it going today? Doing pretty well. Appreciate you coming on. You know, let's start with the announcement uh, that uh, came out earlier today regarding the uh, the three new bowl games, uh, one of which will be in Chicago, which apparently is going to take the place of the Foster Farms. So it's 2018 or bust as far as I would getting to a Foster Farms Bowl. Not that that would uh, disappoint, I'm guessing, Coach Ferentz if that didn't happen. Um, as you know, his, uh, his uh, dislike for West Coast games. But what are your thoughts, Doc, right off the bat? It's going to be in December. You sat at Yankee Stadium last year like uh, the rest of the Hawkeye fans. Uh, froze your you-know-what off while covering that game. Wrigley Field or the Chicago Bowl or whatever it's going to be called. Do you like it? I, I don't hate that idea. Nor and... do I, by the way. I like it. I mean, I, I look at the at the Pinstripe Bowl, and I was there twice. I went there when Iowa State went there, uh, for the, when I was with the Gazette in 2011, okay. and then I was there the other day when Iowa State was there. I mean, the kickoff was, I mean, it was pleasant. It was like mid to high 40s. It was you know beautiful day for December, and no problems with that. I mean, the other day, I, I thought the Pinstripe Bowl needs to be kicked off earlier in the day, and it was mm-hmm. mid afternoon, and it was dark by the end or late afternoon. That um, it needs to kick off earlier in the day. Uh, it's going to be cold in Chicago because even if it's a normal afternoon day, you're going to get that wind off the lake. Yep. I don't. I don't hate it though. I think that it's a it's such a unique setting um, that it's pretty cool. And you know, the difference is if Iowa would have played Boston College at Wrigley instead of New York, mm-hmm. you'd have had a ton more fans no because question. that's something that fans. You know, first of all. Chicago is the capital of the Midwest, capital of Big Ten. Mm-hmm. So you, you've got more living alumni in Chicago than any other city in the world for the Big Ten. And then second of all, I mean, there are a ton of fans who would say, you know what, let's go check it out. Let's go there. You know, so, I, you know, sometimes you get bad weather in late December I, I don't or November for games. You might as well, you know. Four weeks later, it'll it'll be the same way in December. And with all the, the lack of a better term, sprucing up that they've done to to Wrigleyville with the new hotel, etc., they've really c- tried to make it a destination like Fenway Park. Kind of is not kind of is is. Uh, I've never been to the new Yankee Stadium. I was at the old one, and they're right side by side. And when I've been there in the past, I don't remember you know a lot of you know a lot of destinations to go prior to the game. That's not the case at Wrigleyville. I think that this is a home run, Doc. I pardon the pun. I really do. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think it'll work out fine. You know, now weather will be an issue, and there'll be people saying, you know, hey, I wanted to go somewhere warm. I mean, we're not talking about you know. A ten and two uh, Big Ten team against a nine and three ACC team, or anything. It's probably going to be 
seven and five versus seven and five. But mm-hmm. you know, if you're Purdue, if you're Iowa, if you're Northwestern, Indiana, Michigan State, and maybe you had a little bit of a down year, I mean, Wrigley Field's iconic. It's and uh, it, it's a way to really reach out to your primary alumni and allow your fans an opportunity to travel for inexpensive prices. I don't think it's a bad thing. I've still always advocated for St. Louis. I think it would be a perfect mm, spot. Yep. You know, it's a dome, and, and you're in a spot where you could really lure in, you know, three different conferences, um, you know, Big Ten, SEC, or uh, Big 12, you yep. know, to go there. And, and the weather's a little bit warmer in St. Louis and Chicago. But, but that said, you know, somebody's going to have to propose it before it happens. Uh, but I, I think it will be okay. I, I'm with you. So as you think back to last year or even when you covered Iowa State versus Rutgers, how big of a, a selling point or what was the excitement level maybe of the players? Did it move their needle at all playing at Wrigley or playing at Yankee Stadium? And now going forward, do you think the uh, the lure of having to play or an opportunity to play at iconic Wrigley Field, does that matter at all, do you think? When you think back to last December, was that a, a talking point at all, just how glad they were and how excited they were to play at one of the most famous brands in all of sports, Yankee Stadium? I think it helped. I mean, if it would have been at you know the Meadowlands, I don't think it would have worked very well. I mean, because I think just, yeah, those names jump out the page, you know, whether it was, you know, Boston had one at Fenway. I mean, yep. that would that would work well as, you know, too. You know, going to these cities, I mean, you know, they're, they're different types of destinations, but you've got to make it interesting because, you know, these are teams that have had some stumbles. You know, Iowa was 7-5 and five going into that bowl game before they won, and it was, uh, you know, I think most of their fans wanted to go to Nashville uh, for a lot of those, you know, the reasons they wanted to hang out. And, you know, it's a great town for that, and I think Chicago's, fits that bill. So I think it kind of their mood kind of mirrors that of the fan base. The only one where it was different was the Rose Bowl, uh, because they weren't ready to accept that. They didn't they wanted to go to the playoff. Mm-hmm. And so the Rose Bowl felt like an extreme letdown for them. Whereas crazy, for a lot of the fans it felt like it was the biggest invite in the world a couple of years ago. Uh, Scott Dockerman, Land of Ten, is our guest. Well, let's move the uh, the Wrigley Field Bowl, and let's move on from there. Uh, Trent, we're going to get you in. In fact, why don't you take over, Trent? I've been hogging this a little bit. Well, have you talked to any running back with some news? Saving it for you. That comes out over the weekend. Uh, certainly, I don't know, a, a surprising story, you'd have to say, as Iowa gets a commitment as McKay, Sergeant. Did, did I get the name right? Tell us what you know mm-hmm. about this Juco running back. You know, I don't know much, um, you know, because it just kind of happened yesterday. I haven't had a chance to talk to him or his junior college coach. But, you know, by all accounts, he seems like, you know, to be a a really nice fit to compete for playing time. I mean, you know, had high yardage at Iowa Western, uh, a lot of touchdowns. um, You know, and I saw kind of what his uh, coach or his position coach, Donnie Woods, had to say on Twitter where, you know, just he seems to think he's going to come in and compete. And, And Iowa was stripped of its depth. Uh, with Akram Wadley and James Butler going. I mean, Torin Young seems to be the guy at that position, but, um, you know, last year James Butler came on on the 4th of July, and, and, and then if he wouldn't have gotten hurt, would have been a really nice one-two punch. So I think, you know, he's he's a physical-type running back that'll that'll fit well in that backfield. And, you know, because right now you're looking at a true sophomore, a redshirt sophomore, and then, you know, redshirt freshman, as your third guy, and then probably a true freshman and Henry Guile stepping in. So uh, we know what Iowa's 
uh, physical attrition is like during the course of the year at that position. So they're going to need all the bodies they can get. So I think it's a good thing for Iowa that they've got somebody that can compete for, for snaps. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to make any predictions about a junior college running back, but I think he can have an opportunity to, to play a key role. Yeah, certainly an opportunity for him there. Uh, Scott Dockerman, Land at 10 is our guest. Uh, Doc, um, your poll question from last week answered this week uh, was the you know the best quarterback under Kirk Ferentz. Gets, uh, we'll segue to one of those guys on the list is Drew Tate has called it a career up in the Canadian Football League. And, man, what a long career he had and good for him. But Banks, Tate, Stanzi, and Beathard were the guys on the poll. Brad Banks uh, run it in or won the won the poll contest 3200 almost 3300 votes um yeah, you know he was he was significantly ahead of uh, Ricky Stanzi, and those two guys had a ton of uh, separation between. Uh, by the time he got to Drew Tate and CJ Beathard. but you know and and the grand scheme of things the result of the uh, of the question aside just goes to show you just the quarterbacks that have made their way to Iowa they've had some talent there and and do again this year because i think Nate Stanley's going to make this list you know 10 years from now but uh uh Ferentz has had some QBs i think that's maybe what i learned as much as anything from this poll question they've had some impact players at that position over the years and it's it was interesting to see how people would deduct this when they decided to vote i mean Brad Banks had just an incredible 2002 season. That was really the only one there. I, I wondered, would people view what he did as special, unique, and better than everybody else, or was it a team thing? Because I think you can argue either way. Uh, you know, and he, of course, won the silver football, was runner-up to the Heisman, and, and that alone kind of you know, elevated him above the rest. With Stanzi, what's interesting to me is you know, he won three straight bowl games, but you look statistically, he's not better than the others. And you could make a case, is he, you know, his sophomore year, he, he was long for the ride. He wasn't really an impact player. As a, you know, as a junior, he had 15 interceptions. I believe five were pick sixes. And as a senior, he had great statistics, but the team didn't really do that well. But winning those three bowl games matters to people around here. Now, you know, Drew Tate, you know, in one year was fantastic. And, you know, it took Iowa to its first uh, – uh, you know, to do a co-championship, I should say, you know, in, in 2004. But, you know, C.J. Beathard, I was surprised he, he was so low. Um, you know, 12 wins, won his first 13, you know, 12 wins in 15. He won his thir- first 13 games, has the highest winning percentage of anybody with 20 wins in Iowa history, um, did more with less, I think, than most people, you know, would, would care to realize. So I, I thought it would be a really tough, close vote. You know, maybe somebody would win with like 33, 34%. So, uh, but, you know, Brad Banks' this year was special. It was, it was truly unique. With that, Doc, what would it take for Nate Stanley to overtake Brad Banks? Sometimes history can be an aid, sometimes the latest is the greatest, but what would it take mm-hmm. to ascend to the top in your mind for Stanley? I think statistically, he, he has to somewhat, he has to match his touchdown numbers or exceed them from last year. I think Iowa's team success is what elevates these players. Um, you know, Brad Banks was a part of probably the best team parents had. If if Iowa can, say, beat Wisconsin and Iowa State in the first month and win 11 or 12 games and win a bowl game or win the Big Ten championship, I think that, that pretty much puts him in the upper echelon. Um, you know, I think as a pro prospect, he's the best of the bunch because he's bigger, stronger, has a stronger arm. Um, very smart kid, and he's still very young. So 
I think he's got more potential in that regard than probably all of them, Beathard being close. But, uh, you know, I, I think it's team success is going to matter here because if they go 8-4, and four, um, people aren't going to regard him as any more than, you know, take your pick of somebody who didn't quite get there. You know, and Nathan Chandler had a really good year, you know, in 2003, but he's probably not on the, the profile list of the other four. Mm-hmm. What um, Drew Tate, I was, we're trying to do the math in our head, Trent and I came up with 12 years uh, in the CFL. He was with uh, a number of franchises. I think he won a great cup with Calgary, if memory serves. Uh, was in Ottawa for a while. Those two franchises for sure up there. But 12 years in the CFL, I'm not sure what, you know, he made a ton of money uh, during his career, but um, nonetheless, how will you remember Drew Tate? Is it as simple as you know, the getting his helmet knocked off in the Michigan game is that seemingly is the or the or the pass, of course, against LSU. Um, those are the two, I would guess, right? Yeah, I think he, what stands out for him is is the high moments, and you know, such a fiery, competitive leader, tough as nails, willing to do whatever it takes to try to put his team in position to win. Um, I he had a kind of a dumb. Um, question of the day last week which was comparing them to heavy metal singers uh like some of Iowa's <laughs> quarterbacks but uh I had him as Axel Rose just because he carries that kind of fire and determination and and you just see it I mean you know 2004 they're down to a walk-on running back yeah. you know fifth string running back right. and here they are you know tremendous defense the best of the Ferris era but still he's able to do that and uh you know win a coach Big Ten championship beat Wisconsin to to do that, and then have the most, the single most recognizable play in Iowa sports history, um, you know, in that pass, you know, against LSU. So that's who I re- remember him as is, is a just an absolute competitor, smart guy. Um, if he had a little bit more physical gifts, you know, a little bit taller, a little bit stronger arm, he might have played at the next level for a while. Because, uh, but you know, he's certainly a legendary figure and should be in Iowa history. Is let me jump in here, Trent. One more on this: Is, is Beathard? It's hard to quantify this. Is he the toughest quarterback to play for Ferentz? I mean, his senior year, he just got crushed. The bowl game. I mean, probably shouldn't have fit. We shouldn't have finished the bowl game, but he wanted to be on the field one last time, wearing the black and gold. You have to peel it off of him. Um, is he the toughest quarterback, Doc? He strikes me as he would be. Yeah, I, I think he is. He's, he's certainly one of the toughest people I've ever seen, and football player included in that. I mean, his junior year, I mean, he willed that team to win some of those games. I mean, uh, you know, Minnesota, the way he's running around, I mean, he's, you know, he had a torn, um, you know, groin muscle, you know, that requires surgery after the season, could barely walk, could barely practice, yet he's out there playing and performing at a high level and doing whatever it takes to win. And, and as you mentioned, you know, his senior season, you know, he was, you know, to a pulp in a lot of those games, you know, in the Northwestern game, I think they had six sacks against him in his senior year. And, you know, that Florida game, he got destroyed. And, um, you know, so I, I think he's tough, but, you know, he might be single, the single greatest leader under the Ferentz era, too. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I kind of look at him as, you know, he's, he's got some sort of swag to him that makes people follow him, you know, <laughs> kind of like a, a Jax Teller from Sons of Anarchy, you know, just a, you know, a man's man, and, you know, everybody's going to follow him, do whatever he says. But, you know, I'll also say this, that before he became uh, the starter, I was down on the Ped Mall in Iowa City eating lunch with my wife one day, and I look over about half a block away, Beathard's coming out of a restaurant, and he starts having a conversation with a, a homeless guy, and then he gave the guy the rest of his lunch. I mean, it was, something. it was like, 
you know, he didn't know I was there and he wouldn't have cared anyway, but right. you know, he didn't do that because I was watching him. That's for sure. He did it because that's who he is. Uh, what do you and Bobby have planned at land attend this week? Oh, we're, uh, we're kind of finishing up uh, a lot of these next generation stories that we've been working on. And I did uh, DJ Johnson last week, a cornerback who I think is going to come in and have a, a major impact right away. And then, uh, you know, I, I think he, he wrote one today. I want to say it was about Jeff Jenkins. And then I did, uh, I'm doing one on Tyrone Tracy, who I think will be a, a key contributor as a right wide receiver right away. So we've got that. Uh, we actually get some players tomorrow uh, for the first of our two summer sessions. And, nice. uh, and then I'm going to do wrap up the week. Uh, our questions of the day will be, Male, female athletes of the year and, and coach of the year for Iowa. Uh, Doc, last thing away from this: since the announcement's been made, the, the, the Cox is you know folding up shop, and I, I don't know if you've seen numbers, people that come to your site. Um, you know, people are breaking habits. I guess a lot of folks still come in there every day. Have you seen the numbers since the announcement was? Uh, it's not that you and Bobby are mailing it in, because you're clearly not. But are the people still uh, clicking on Land to Ten, Doc? Have you seen anything? Yeah, we've still got a, a pretty high percentage of, uh, of, you know, recidivism. I mean, people coming back to our site, um, you know, and I think it's, you know, this time of year is kind of tricky. It's mm-hmm. June, so yep. there's not a ton of news, but, but we have gotten a lot of returners and, and people coming. So it's not like they've forgotten about us. It, and a lot of it is, you know, we still have a social media presence. And, sure. um, as long as we're tweeting stories and they're on our Facebook page, I think, you know, they pop up in people's timelines, and, and they'll be willing to click on them. And if they're interesting topics, I think they'll still want to read it. So I don't think people have quite shut us down yet, which is a good thing. But, you know, after June 30th, <laughs> they're going to no matter what, unless they look up old stories. So, uh, But either way, it, it's, uh, it's a shame for the people who are there. Yep. And, uh, you know, but I'm also kind of looking forward to what's next in my life here. This. Absolutely. Scott Dockerman, Doc, appreciate it. Thanks for coming on. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Doc. All right, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, good to talk to you. Scott Dockerman, Land of 10. Him and Bobby Legess still nose to the grindstone, despite the sand coming out of the hourglass. No surprise, and Doc will have, what, about a 10-day respite before? Somewhere around that, yeah, 10 days off before he um, gets going slides out the athletic. on to the athletic and will make his way to Chicago for Big Ten Media mm-hmm. Days. You going? Don't think so. Don't think so? No. All right. It's okay. You can man the ship because I'll be there. You're I'm, going. I'm planning on it, yeah. Okay. Cindy and I will drive over on Sunday. Gonna, yeah. um, there's a Cubs game. I think Arizona plays Monday and Tuesday, both night sure. games. I think Monday night we'll go to that game. And I think Ferentz talks early Tuesday. Yes. So and it's a couple of nights there and then drive back after the festivities wrap up on Tuesday. It's, what, five hours? It's an yeah. easy drive. It is. The tolls piss you off. They do every time. Can you get a one-day pass or a two-day You must be able to you pay have in to advance, be right? To. Yes. Yes, I think you can. You can get one of those, obviously, things that go up in your, if you live in Illinois. Right, but but time. can you pay in advance, I wonder? I guess maybe, you know what, I bet Google would tell me. There you go. Use that Google machine right in front of you. You know, we blew by one coming home, and I, I kept waiting for something in the mail, but never got a, th- I mean, didn't do it purposely. Sure. Missed the exit to get off. Um, I've done it purposely. A time have you? Well, yeah. I, mean, I mean, I might not have been, you know, too disappointed that I missed <laughs> the exit, but, um, you know, never got anything in the mail. Now, I guess if I would have missed them all. That's, I'm not saying they would have been ma- waiting for me at the border with a roadblock, but um, checks it's just, in the mail. It's, it's it's not the buck and a quarter, whatever it is. It's just the slowdown, the annoyance. It is, but you know what? I don't know if you know this because I didn't for the last until like a year or two ago. 
You know, there's a restroom at all those places. You know, there's always a building right yeah, beside yeah. them. It looks there's there's a public bathroom in those. Really? Yes. Never knew. Nobody knows that. No. There's never anybody in there, and so we've kind of it's a two birds with one stone situation ah, here. It's good thinking. It is. Um, See, so you learn something every day, folks. Yeah, you never know what you're going to learn when you tune into Trent and I from noon to two. We'll we, come back. Can we top that one? Oh, I don't think we so. We can try, though. We we'll will. We'll be back on the other side of this. Trent and I until two. Jimmy B and TC, four to six. Ken Miller Show, noon to two on 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. An old favorite is back again with a new and updated menu, Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Stop by Bennigan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu, made from scratch everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennigan's, Merle Hay Road. Bennigan's is a proud sponsor of high school baseball on 1700. You're with friends at Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Did you know the Heritage Carousel in Union Park is available for rentals? This is a -a one-of-a-kind venue that will keep your guests talking long after the party. We've hosted everything from birthday parties to rehearsal dinners. The Heritage Carousel is owned and operated by the Des Moines Carousel Foundation and is a not-for-profit organization. If you would like to have your next event at the Heritage Carousel, go to heritagecarousel.org for more information on renting the carousel. By the time that we got up there, his room was filled with smoke. The wind had blown and drifted the snow up against the side of my house, blocking the exhaust from my furnace. I heard the smoke alarm going off in my friend's apartment. Without the Kitta smoke alarm, my son would not be here today. Had it not been for that carbon monoxide detector, they would come to school and not have their teacher there. I grabbed my fire extinguisher and put out the fire. Kitta makes technology that saves lives. Get these essential products at Menards. Terrace Hills Golf Course is home to the four-and-a-half-hour guarantee. Are you tired of playing golf courses that don't care about speed of play? Then make a tee time at the beautiful Terrace Hills Golf Course weekdays before 2 p.m. and weekends and holidays before noon, and they guarantee you'll complete your 18-hole round of golf in four-and-a-half hours or less, or your next green fee is free. Terrace Hills Golf Course. Make your tee time now by calling 515-967-2932 for Terrace Hills Golf Course in Altoona. I make my Texas superfood from 55 raw, vine-ripened fruits and vegetables. You can see all 55 on TexasSuperfood.com. All of the nutrients that we need on a daily basis, I lost 60 pounds. I mean, that's huge. Since I've been on superfood, I haven't been sick. I'm Dennis Black. Join us on TexasSuperfood.com. TexasSuperfood.com. Or call 877-55-TEXAS. That's 877-55-TEXAS. 877-55-TEXAS. It's 3 p.m., and you just ran out of ink. You have a report due end of day, which is two hours from now. You can't push the deadline because end of day means end of today, not end of tomorrow day. What now? Go to your local Staples store. Staples has a huge selection of ink and toner in stock and at low prices every day. So you can get your ink fast for less. End of story.
on June 21st, do what you love for those affected by Alzheimer's disease. Sign up for The Longest Day, a fundraising event to help the Alzheimer's Association end this devastating disease. Register at alz.org slash the longest day. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. We've only got like 30 seconds left. We went way too long. Well, we didn't go too long with Scott Darkerman. I want to uh, shout out to our friend uh, Wayne Whips, a big Iowa State fan, listening to the program. Uh, apparently, there is a pass you can get for $10, and they charge your, they charge whatever it is they charge as you blow by the tolls. Money well spent, right? Your mic's off. Oh, no, I just have it in program two. Not oh, program there you one. go. Hello, radio listeners. Uh, and we'll be back with more of Trent Condon on the other side. <laughs> uh, one o'clock hours next. Bobby Hansen is here. We'll do some Big 12 stuff with Matthew Postons. He covers the Dallas Cowboys in addition to the Big 12. So we'll catch up on the clones that are trying to make the Cowboys roster. Ken Miller show until 2, 1700 KBGG. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa that can assist in your franchise needs. Rush Niggett of Brick Gentry PC provides law services for those involved in starting a franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggett can assist you in buying and starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school baseball season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry, PC, and Rush Niggett. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. 
When working at a growing business, you wear many hats. The new business hat. The buying toner for the copy machine hat. The sifting through tons of resumes hat. You can throw away that last hat thanks to Indeed.com. When posting your job, Indeed lets you add screener questions that give you a less time-consuming route to your short list of qualified candidates. So go ahead, dust off that extra-long lunch hat. Hiring's better when you've got your short list. Save time on hiring when you post a job on Indeed. Get started today at Indeed.com slash hire. Napa know-how. Your broken AC may not be broken broken. It may just need a recharge with the Avalanche AC Recharge Kit. Just $39.99 plus an additional $15 prepaid Visa card by mail. Just pull the trigger and brr. The Avalanche AC Recharge Kit. Now $39.99 plus $15 prepaid Visa card. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores. Offer expires 6 Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. 